Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Sunday, January 8th, 2023. And tonight, I'll be sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all the episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page. That is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions, or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And um, so the plan for this week is doing this, the True, true Paranormal Stories on the Web today and Tuesday. Um, and that's, of course, morning and Eastern time. But um, And then uh, Paranormal News, Monday and... I'm sorry. True Paranormal Stories on the Web, Sunday and Tuesday. And then um, Paranormal News, Monday and Wednesday. And then uh, Thursday morning will be uh, another Comic Books in the Paranormal episode. Uh, with uh, Derek, uh, the Night Stalker. Um, that's so that should be fun. And uh, yeah, I think that's the plans for the week. There will be at least one other thing going on, um, either this week or next week. We'll see. And I also have a friend that just uh, recently volunteered to uh, do some do one or two episodes of um, listener experiences. So those will just be. Um, Episodes that just drop, those won't be streams. We're going to do that whenever kind of works best for both of us. And and uh, he doesn't do Discord a lot, so um, we're just going to record those when we can and uh, and go from there. And I'll release those when I can. So I'm excited for the extra content this month. That should be that should be good. I think I might have a few this month, which usually I only have one or two. Um, but besides that. I think with that, I can get on to the the stories here. I have three of them for tonight. And uh, let's see here. So I will get to them. Thank you all for being here and listening, whether you listen to the uh, live streams or you um, listen to the show on the podcast or YouTube feeds. So this first one is short, but it's really amazing because I had not heard of this one before, at least not. Directly or directly in this way. Anyway, um, this one says, Last night, I saw a red mist just beside my bed. At first, it looked like a bright red silk cloth, excuse me, moving very slowly. It stayed in place at first. Then it started to look more misty as it moved near the corner of the room and disappeared. This lasted in total 20 to 25 seconds. I'm not sure if it was my imagination or what I should make of it. Any thoughts on it? And that's where the story ends. I've heard of mists, but um, a lot of times I've heard of them um, more being like a fog, like a gray fog or a white fog or even a black Mist. I've heard of that. Almost shadow-like. But I never heard of a red one. A red mist. Um, 
so that is an odd one there. The the color of that is different. Uh, I mean, of course, you've we've heard of different colored lights before, um, but never really. I don't think I've heard too many different. There's stories of different colored mists, other than just gray or black or or white. Um. So, really. Wow. Okay. Uh, this story I think just came out this morning, like today or that yesterday as well. Um, so Derek in the chat is saying that uh, um, Prince Harry from the UK there just mentioned he saw a red mist yesterday, and and uh, so yeah, wow, and that's that's quite the synchronicity there. That's <laughs> I just found the story of this like a couple hours ago. Um uh tonight, last night, however you want to call it. Um, yeah. So that is odd. Don't think we've ever had one quite like that before. So um, but yeah, so I don't know what that is, but seems like it uh it may have had sentience to it, possibly, the way it stayed and then moved. I don't know. But um but yeah. That's that's amazing right there, having a story like that, and then a news story that's basically attached to it. Or not attached to it, but around the same time as it. And with something that specific. Um, it wasn't just a mist, uh, or a shadow, or a, a bright light. Um, a red mist. That's odd. <laughs> um, but... Uh, that's why I pay to have friends that are able to keep up with a lot of this stuff along with me because I can't keep track of everything. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay. So Derek says, I haven't read the article to it, so I have no clue what he's talking about. But the headline is absolutely a sink. Yeah. <laughs> Super cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that is amazing. Huh. Well, there we go. That was a short one, but... It, Proved uh, useful anyway. So, yeah, that's amazing. So, let's see. The other two stories in here tonight are longer. And so I'll start this next one. But yeah, I'll have to look into that. I've never heard of a red mist before. So, the story says I am a 25 year old male. I live in Utah. And I'm curious if any of you have seen anything like this before. I'm pretty sure I saw a Wendigo or a Skinwalker. I know it sounds strange or crazy. I don't really believe in those things. And I'm regularly skeptical of the, uh, when it comes to the paranormal. This happened to me when I was 17 and in high school and living with my parents. My house at the time was in a very small town. The backyard faced open, empty fields and mountains for miles before he reached civilization at all. My best friend lived next door and shared this field as our backyard, in a way. I have to explain that his house sat, uh, was built, sat, sat in them, was built on a different street that ended in the field with a small cul-de-sac. I think there was supposed to be more houses built down the street to expand the town, but they clearly never got around to it. 
So his driveway was basically in this cul-de-sac, even though no other houses were built there. This matters later in the story. I used to stay the night at my friend's house a lot in high school because I didn't have the best relationship with my parents. Every, every once in a while, we would wake up to hear dragging and a weird gargling sound from the back porch. His room was in the, in the basement with a window well to the back porch. It would happen maybe a couple of times a month. But whenever we would gather the courage to check, nothing would be, there, be back there. This happened for years. One night haunts my friend and I to this day. My friend was getting ready to move, and we would stay up all night playing video games and watching movies. We decided to go on a music drive just to relax. So we hopped in his truck with his high beams on and swung out of the driveway, turning them on towards the field to use the roundabout. The light illuminated this thing. It looked like a person, but it wasn't. It was naked and on all fours, abnormally large, particularly its limbs that seemed to fold under itself in an unnatural way. Its pale skin clung to it like it had to be stretched onto it. But the part that still sends shivers down my spine is its face. Its jaw hung open to this gaping black maw, like a snake unhinging its jaw to eat. Its black eyes glistened in the light as it looked at us. But just as it turned to see us, it quickly scurried backwards, almost like it was on rewind, into the brush of the field. My friend and I were pale as ghosts. We both looked at each other like, did you see that too? We were shaken. Let's just say we tried to have a good rest of the night, but we couldn't believe what we saw. We ended up just sitting there in his basement with guns ready and waiting to hear the gargling and dragging again, but we never did. Sorry that it's not very climactic, but it's the truth. I don't live in that town anymore. There are times when I visit there, though. That empty field still feels like it's watching and waiting. Even though I can't see it, I can still feel like it's out there. And that's where that story ends. And, um, sounds like they saw some kind of cryptid. Something. Um, I don't know what for sure, but, uh, two witnesses seeing it at the same time, and then those other sounds that happened before, um, leading up to the experience. So, yeah, I don't know. It's really amazing, though, it's, and it's in Utah. I wonder, of course, how close it was to any of the places, not just Skinwalker Ranch, but, I mean, just, there's just different parts of Utah that... Um, that uh, have sightings of all different kinds of things. Yeah, I was I was thinking there was something else that sounded like 
Derek mentions here sounds kind of like a rake to me, which is a type of creature. And I, w I thought there was something that sounded like that. Uh, that um, I just couldn't remember the name of it. It has that gaping mouth too. Um, so, and then uh, Derek put a couple of images in the chat. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's combined with the sounds that were coming um, on the back porch once in a while before this happened. And then that experience itself. Um, I just wonder if, uh, if that's, um, that really was something that was there. Maybe didn't even, was just trying to figure out who these people were. Especially if there's no one else in the area. I mean, if it was only a couple of houses, um, that were in the area, then that could be, um, could be why it was maybe trying to investigate. So, really amazing sighting, and then with the other experiences connected to it, possibly. Um, that's really, that's something. Yeah, Ricky in the chat here says, if I ever see one of those, I'll leave the state. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, um, I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd leave, or if I'd just make sure I was never outside alone, especially at night. Um, I'd be a little bit curious as well. Probably even when I shouldn't be, but, <laughs> um, but that's just me, but yeah, no, it's a uh, quite the sighting there and to have someone else there with them to verify that they're seeing something is amazing. So, but, uh, yeah, odd sighting there, but it doesn't sound, I mean, doesn't sound too out of the question really, especially like I said, given, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ricky has a good point here. Scary movie show being curious like that isn't a good thing. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. Maybe that's that's. I don't know. That's that's funny. That is very true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but uh, well, I have one more story here to share, and then that'll be it. Uh, let me see here. Let me find the beginning of it. And because I gotta roll down a little bit. Okay, here is this one. This one says, "When my mother was a little girl, she spent her early years in a remote area of Mexico. No electricity, no running water, and definitely no air conditioning. Due to so many people all living in one small house, it wasn't uncommon for her and a few." Of her other of her siblings to sleep on the porch. Yes, you heard that right. They slept on pallets outside. She recalls it was actually much cooler some nights on the porch than it was in the house. The porch had a screen that my grandfather installed, and he also built their house by his own hand. The closest neighbor was miles away. So from my understanding, the house was pretty much in the middle of nowhere. Now this is where the ghost story begins. My mom and three of, three of her other siblings were the lucky ones who got to sleep outside every night. They never had any problems or fears until the night the 
And then the quotation marks they have here. Baker boy began to come around. There was a small child with golden curls, dressed in a white baking attire, wearing a mask that was a real skinned pig. And I don't know if they mean that literally or what. If they just mean it looked like that or I have no idea what they mean with that. Anyway, that, that part is freaky on its own. But it says, he would walk in circles around the house, reciting a certain phrase that my mom never really understood because it wasn't in Spanish or English. At first, they were scared, but over time, they grew to appreciate his presence. It was almost as if he were walking around the house to protect, protect them from whatever fate had maybe happened to him. They never knew who he was, or, even, or if he was even real, just that they would all see him. My grandpa, or grandpa, I almost said grandfather, but then switched to grandpa. Anyway, my grandpa never believed them and assumed they were making it all up to come inside the house. But they swore they weren't. It wasn't until, over time, an outline of his path began to show up around the house. Needless to say, they didn't stay in that house much longer and moved before they eventually made it into the States. The strangest part is that before my grandpa died, he told my mom he had finally seen this blonde boy with a pig mask. And that's the end of that story. And that is quite the sighting as well. Um, and uh, the mask is just... Whatever, whatever, whatever it was, whatever the mask was, not even counting the, the apparition or whatever it was, whatever the mask was, it still sounds freaky. Whether it, it was just designed to appear as if it was made of the pig skin, um, or if it was, <laughs> no matter how you look at that, that's freaky. And then, yeah, the curls. Now, I mean, people from all over, like, Mexico and that, that part of the world, I've seen, I never used to know this until I saw TV. Um, my grandma, my, my grandfather, grandpa, they were both from Mexico, Texas area. And so they would watch um, the different Spanish speaking, like the different Mexican uh, TV channels. And I remember one of the first times I, I was sitting, sitting there watching with them, I saw the people on the channel and if you had it muted, you wouldn't know. Unless any, any text came up on the screen, you wouldn't even know that you were looking at TV from that part of the world because um, the people there they they have they look, they have all kinds of different uh, appearances: blonde hair, um, different colored hair, different colored skin. They're just it's it you you really don't know unless you talk to the people there where they're from and everything and. So it could have been someone from the area, but also, it also maybe maybe it wasn't. It's hard to say. Um, but and I love the 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 fact that they were able to see. Or maybe I don't love, but I mean, I think it's amazing that they were there was actually a physical effect 
on the the um the land a path basically it, it wore a path into the ground because it walked around that house so much that's um that's physical physical signs of something going on there yeah triple threat derek says uh little kid ghost weird outfit pig mask yeah i thought it was pretty unique overall um Never quite heard a story like that before. Or read with one like that before, I don't think. And that's saying a lot, because I've read a lot of stories. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was necessarily evil. I don't know if it was good. I don't really, it's hard to tell what it was, what was going on there just based on that. The language thing, the fact that it wasn't speaking English or a Spanish. Um, that's also odd. Because it makes you wonder, what was it speaking? Because, um, of course, that would maybe help you figure out where it was from. Or what it was doing there. But without knowing, without being able to identify the language, you can't really go far down that road. But, um, yeah, so, really amazing story there. Um, Derek says, seems almost like some type of trickster phenomena or something. Not trickster in a bad way, but in a bizarre, nonsensical way. Yeah, could be. Because, again, it did, it did freak out the kids, but it didn't physically do anything to them. And obviously it had some kind of physical presence, because it was... Eventually, it beat a path into the a footpath into the or left footprints around the house. Um, so I don't know, but uh, yeah. So those are the stories I found tonight. And uh, ironic enough, I thought that the um, the mist story was maybe the the most uh, tame out of or the kind of the like the least interesting of them. But I'd say it's all it's all a tie now with that connection to the to the um, mainstream news cycle or to the popular culture kind of thing. So, but uh, yeah. So anyway, um, that's all I have for tonight. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow uh, with paranormal news. Um, let me see here. Just checking on this again. Uh, there's a ton of sites reporting it too. Definitely a sink. Yeah, wow. Regarding that, uh, the red mist thing and the, yeah. So, that's amazing. But uh, anyway, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow night or tomorrow with uh, paranormal news uh, on the next episode of Salcedo, Salcedo Paranormal. If I can say my own name, that'd be good. Uh, take care, everyone. Talk to you then. <laughs>